At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So tell me, can you look me in the Good afternoon, good evening. It's a bit lonely tonight. I know, it feels weird. Mate. I'm looking to my right and there's no one there. Well, clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. No, no clowns, just a joker. Yeah, I know. Sorry, mate. No mark tonight, guys. Um, We've had a bit of a shit week. Shit fortnight, actually. It's been a shit fortnight and a bit, actually. A fair bit. So, fair bit of sickness going around. Colds, flus, coughs, gastro. Yeah, he was feeling a bit unwell. Then I was feeling really unwell for about a week and a half. And then, yeah, you, you got really fucked up. Yeah. And, yeah, he's still, he's still struggling. And that would explain why, unfortunately, guys, there was no episode for Sunday because last week we were all fucked. Yep. Yep. And this week some of us still are. So. Yeah. So there's a good possibility, which is 100%. There won't be a Sunday episode this week, but then next Monday I think we're going to get together and try and pump out the two for next week. So, yeah. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. It is interesting, though. There's a fair bit of sickness going around. And I think this, I don't know, is it cold season or something like that? But this time around, everyone that I know that's gotten sick, normally you get a cold and you shake it in a couple of days. Not this time. Longer. Way longer. It's secret COVID. Secret. Must be. I um, was thinking when the cold went through. Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, sorry. That's COVID. Right. <laughs> when the cold went through our house, the boys had it. Felt really bad. Like, kids don't know what to do. You get a bit of a phlegmy throat and they cough it up into their mouth and swallow it again and it never goes away. So that's bad. Yeah, fuck. But I was thinking. Where does social responsibility versus just convenience come in? And the reason I was thinking that is Mossy was sick and I thought it's probably like nothing. It's probably just a cold. But, you know, to be socially responsible should go and get him COVID tested, right? So Nowadays, yes. Popped him in the car one day and I drove down to the Doors Road testing station Mm. and there was a bit of a lineup, like cars queued out the front. And I got to the back of the queue and they had a sign out the front. Sorry, not out the front, on that point of the queue that said, from this point onwards, there is approximately a three-hour wait until you get tested. How far were you from the actual tent? Oh, fair way. So it's like in the repat and all the cars were lined up right down Doors Road and just around onto Winston Avenue. 
Wow. And so <clears throat> I'm sitting there going three hours, right? <laughs> With a kid in the car. Good luck. And I just went, that isn't going to happen. So my whole, you know, let's be socially responsible, get tested if you've got any symptoms, all that sort of stuff. It just went right out the fucking window. And I went, too hard, basket. Yeah, way too hard. I'm just going to take him home and give him some vitamin C. Even without that, would you have, uh, without him, would you have sat there for three hours and done it? No. Yeah, see, I wouldn't. Not me. I have a COVID testing clinic literally 300 metres from my house. And when I was sick, I was like, no. Not not because I was like, I don't want to get tested. I just couldn't be fucked. Yeah. That's bad too. Like I should have, but I didn't. I basically stayed home the whole time anyway. But. I know. But the, the world we live in today is all about what's convenient for me. That's why you buy things online. That's why, you know, some people would prefer to pay a slight premium for things rather than just be able to walk in somewhere to get it because it's more convenient. Click and it's going to come there. Yeah. Think I'd about that. Uber Eats and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, 100%. Yep. It's a massive thing. Talking about convenience. Banks went down recently. Oh, it did. It went down and not just that. Um, all the FPOS went down, ATMs went down. I was at work and I had to use the old click-clack machine. Do you remember that thing from like the 1980s, 1990s? Put your card in, bit of paper, click-clack, got your details yep. and then I had to manually process them and I was thinking like, what the fuck? What's happened? How can we in 2021 go down? And I was saying to Alison only days earlier, that I was saying you should always keep like 100 bucks in your purse or something. No, what a dumb thing to do. When am I ever going to need cash? Well, last week, yep, yeah. 100% you're going to need it. And everyone that came in was like, what do you, what do you mean? What, what do you mean the banks are down? I'm just, I'm just going to transfer some money onto another card. I'm like, you're not getting it. <laughs> you can't transfer out of one bank onto a different bank. The yeah. whole thing's down. Oh, oh, okay, well, should I just come back later? I'm like, oh, well, yeah, possibly, but you've got fuel in your car. I can't take the fuel out of your car. Like, how do you guarantee that you're actually gonna get that payment as well? You can go click clack, but that you know, I could have. It's just a risk. Given you, a it's it's piece of plastic that doesn't have anything on it. It's almost like checks back in the day. Like they would bounce. Very very trustworthy people back then. Does the bank guarantee it? I actually don't know how it works. I, well, it's a little bit out of my area, so I don't I don't know. You were click clacking your life away last week. Yeah, I just had to believe everyone was a good guy. Or a good girl. And I had people coming in and I was like, I was like, oh, you do realise the systems are down. Can you pay cash? And people were like, cash? I haven't had cash in my wallet for like four years. Yeah. People don't know what cash is anymore. Yep. Like one in 20 carry cash. So how did you buy that jumper? Uh, this. Did you not buy my jumper? Not really. Why not? Is it ugly? It looks like you should be doing the dishes with it. Well, that's probably why it was $10 on a sale rack. And I actually bought two colours, and they're the most ugly, comfortable things I've ever worn in my life. It's my couch jumper. Mate, do you know what that's like? What? It's like velour, but it's not. It's like a cheap person's velour. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's it's an inside-out towel. Towel jumper. Is that what it was called? No, but do you know what's even more disgusting than the fact that I bought it? Its original price was fifty nine ninety nine. No one's paying that. Well, apparently a lot of people did. No one's ever going to pay that. Up until me. No, that's why it ended up on the fucking sale rack, mate, because no one wanted to buy it. Actually, you know what? It's funny. The shop probably went, oh, we'll take a punt with this. It might go into fashion. No. <laughs> it's been sitting there for three years and that fuck, 10 bucks. <laughs> Someone please buy it. They, they literally were losing more money on it being in the shop taking up space than they were actually going to lose on it. They paid more interest on having it. <laughs> Do you know what's disgusting, though? Out of all the colour range, right, 
and this is before it had been put on the rack, right? I got told by a lady. She said, oh, yeah, obviously it wasn't the most attractive colour because it's poo brown. But she said, yeah, the other one sold out real quick. So I thought. She's lying. She did. She got me good. <laughs> She's like, this has actually been a really popular design. Everyone's buying it. And you're like, oh, wicked. Yeah, cool. All right. I'll, um, I'll just grab the poo brown one, please. Yeah, the poo brown, the 2024 uh, fashion COVID jumper. Oh, not happening. Uh, have you got any other colours left? Oh, no, nah, we just sold out of gastro, so I've just got <laughs> just got Pooh Brown left. But um, the banks obviously affected you. They affected me too. So uh, I had rocks installed out the front of my house the other week. and Rocks I, installed? What are you talking about? Yeah, it's like a rock retaining oh, retainable. Feature, yeah, yeah. feature thing. And I had to pay the bloke and I'd organised to pay, like, you know, Pay, pay him in cash, save a bit of money, whatever. And I'd said to him the week before, because I had a little bit of extra work done, I said, oh, you know, tell me as far in advance as you can how much it's going to be because um, I need to get the money out, right? And he told me on like the day before he wanted payment and he was like super urgent. He's like, oh, I really need the money. Blah, blah, blah. Why, why do they always ask for cash? Are they doing dodgies? No, I suggested to do a dodgy because it was going to be like – I can't remember the number. It was like eleven grand if I paid on an invoice, and I think I got it for eight grand. So I saved a fair bit of money to pay cash. Is that because he doesn't have to pay tax on it? Probably. Mm. Dodgy. Oh, so it's good for you. I mean, it's not your problem what he does. Yeah, it, but should I name and shame him? Yeah, don't. <laughs> anyway, so I went into the bank to withdraw the cash, and I was greeted with this bloke. He's like, uh, "We don't know what's happened, but we can't give you any money out." Across the counter, and I was like, um, "But it's my money. Like, you can give it to me." He's like, "No, we can't. We can't process it." So it's just—is that because the computers weren't working, or they yeah. literally could not? No, get- the whole banking system, oh, like wow. you, like you said, you know, internet banking, the FBOS machines, ATMs, all that sort of stuff. The whole thing just shut itself. That's so bad, isn't it? It's like so unreliable. Oh, you don't realize how reliant you are on it until it doesn't work. And that's the thing—you could have a million dollars in your bank account. But, like, if you're stuck somewhere, like, at a servo, you run out of fuel and they don't take a click-clack machine or they just go, whatever, you're stuck there for the whole day until shit gets better. You know, that's funny, actually. You know when people's card decline and they go, oh, that can't be right. I've I've got at least two grand in there. You're like, whatever, mate. I hate that. I don't don't care how much money you got in your bank card. Or every time it's like, beep, beep, and it's like the error code. And they're like, oh, let me just transfer some money. I'm like, why the fuck didn't you have money in there? Do that first. Yeah. The worst, actual worst thing. It's worse than people that go through the self-checkout with trolleys. Oh, don't be fucking hating on those people. Oh, I am one them. of those people. What do you mean? You can't go in there with 233 items in a trolley. Yes, you can. You can't. You can. No. Nah, not, not, not at my supermarket because there's only six checkouts and at the best of times, four of them are working. And out of the four, two only take card. So if you're a cash person, you've got to fucking wait there forever and watch fucking... Auntie Grace put her fucking rock melon in her bag. Fuck off. And she's got to search it in the computer? Oh, not not search it. She doesn't even know where the barcode is on a fucking one-dimensional fucking product. It's infuriating to watch. Oh. I do it, though, because for this one reason, because the the invention of these new self-fucking-service checkouts, right, they've reduced all their staff. So their (laughs) front line is down. And if I've got a trolley, I'm not waiting for the other dickheads with 26 fucking items to go through the checkout. 
I want to get out straight away. And I think my faith in me being able to scan my own items quicker than I've got to wait for this bloke to load them onto the conveyor belt, have a bit of chit-chat with the lady, fumble in his wallet, went, oh, shit, you just scanned the last one of my 50 items. I didn't see that coming. And then he's got to pay. No, too too long. So I don't like it. I'm with you with this. I I also would like to bring a trolley in there and scan really quick. But do you know what happens? The computer's not as fast as me. Once I put it into the little weighing area, it can't weigh it by the time I'm ready to scan the other product. Yeah, that's no good. That and is a thing. This isn't me blowing my own trumpet. It totally is. But when I worked at Wool- Woolworths, they have something called a scan per minute rate thing where they judge their staff on how slow they are. So I suppose if you're really shit and you fall below a certain number of scans per minute, um, you get a talking to and be like, do you need some more training on how to find a barcode? Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked. So... Anyway, they've got uh, the scans per minute thing and a button that you press. So when you scan the first item and when the receipt comes out, I think that's when it starts and stops the okay. whole, the yeah, whole yeah, process. Yeah. All right? So it, when you're standing there and there's no one there, you're not losing all, these, all this time. Anyway, I was about, let's say, 33 items a minute versus the next fastest was about 16. So I was almost twice and a bit quicker than the next best person that had been there for like twice as long as I had. You rotting the system? You just had barcodes printed all over your nah, arms? Just, <laughs> everyone's so careful and I don't know. They just, <clears throat> I just like being efficient. I like being quick. And I felt like, yeah, I could translate my talent from what I learned at Woolworths into the self-checkout. But then, yeah, you put it in the bag and the red thing comes up. Then you get to wait for the other lady yeah. to come over the tag and click on it. Oh, or just... Enter in the error code. Cool. Then you go again. Something else fucking happens. It's a fucking nightmare. So I think basket only. You can have 12 items or more, but basket only. Yeah, well, the last time I did it with a trolley was really annoying trying to load stuff from the trolley onto the little stand and then scan it and put it in a bag. And then when you've got a trolley full of stuff, the bags can only – you can only fit two bags on there. Yeah. So – and then you take one out and then a fucking thing loses its mind and yeah. then you put another one down there and wait for the lady. So, yeah, you're probably right. It's, yeah. it's a bit annoying. And did you find that there was not enough room too? Definitely not enough room. Yeah, do you know why? Because people with fucking trolleys aren't meant to be in there. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. All right, so that's another probably like a social responsibility thing. So if you're going to be socially responsible, you don't go through there is what you're saying. I don't probably know whether I still agree with you, but I'll take your point. But... The other social responsibility around, you know, COVID and what you should and shouldn't do, pretty topical at the moment because the whole world's just shutting down again. So mm. that's pretty interesting. But it still blows me away on a lot of these posts. Like at the moment, South Australia, we've got some restrictions coming back into play and we've locked borders and we've done all this stuff. You look on the posts on Facebook and it's like most of the stuff that you see is either really positive about it or really negative about it. But that's all curated based on what you like on Facebook, what you follow, what you interact with. And you've, been, you've been setting up those answers for the last two years? Is, is that yeah. what you're saying? Oh, Basically. Even, even longer. Yeah. Like you've had Facebook for now 10, 15 years, some people. And I think people's points of view are only getting more extreme now. Do you find that? Yeah, it's because... like you either 100% for something or you're 100% against it and there's no middle ground anymore. And this is all based on the curated feeds that you've got. So... Here's an example, right? I'm more liberal skewed in the way that I vote and you know, believe in politics and stuff like that. All I see in my feed, I just noticed it the other day, I don't see anything from Labor, I don't anything like that. It's all just liberal stuff. 
So you're getting reinforced their points over and over. Constantly. Mm. We did this, we did that, we did that, and I'm thinking, geez, they're doing a good job. Yeah, how good's this? But I don't see any of the any of the stuff that's contrary to them. I would be open to looking at both sides of it and both points of view, but I just don't see it. So I'm becoming even more skewed to that to that thought process. And it's just crazy. Like, even think about COVID, like we said. Some people think it's a complete hoax. Yeah, so he, if you like one hoax, guys, you know, those comp- conspiracy theories um, goes on and says two or three really good points that you don't believe in his whole story, but you liked a couple of facts and you go, yeah, I'll give that a like, yep. right? Then all of a sudden more of his sh- shit comes up. Then someone else related to him comes up and yep. all of a sudden you're getting fed all this conspiracy stuff and you start thinking like, there's a lot of people in Australia right now not believing the government and all of a sudden it's doing the same thing. It's yeah. skewing your brain. So I think a really interesting social experiment would be, let's say you've got complete opposite views to me, but we're friends. We swap Facebook profiles for a week or a month or something like that. I wouldn't want to see a lot of gay naked photos, mate. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get. Knock it to you. Tried it. Yeah. So but yeah, maybe maybe if I had completely opposite points of view to mine coming up constantly because it's subliminal a lot of mm. this stuff as well. Yeah. Maybe I would think differently, act differently. Who knows? Yeah, that's interesting because I wonder how long it would take for that to. Not wear off, but those points of view or those pages that I'd like for you to go, like how many scroll throughs without touching it or engaging with it would it take? But I think it? you still see it. You go, oh, there's no, you would, but I'm saying that. like eventually the algorithm's going to go, well, we've put through 200 of them and he hasn't engaged in any of them. Let's stop yeah. doing that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It'd be interesting to know what that is, but it's really un- unsettling that from now into the future. I feel like points of view are just going to be polar opposites, no middle ground anymore. And this is this is this whole extremism thing. So you're either 100% for it or 100% against it. That's extremism. You don't have any view that someone else's opinion could be valid. So you reckon a lot of the younger people are going to become that? Yep. Yeah, right. Be 100%. Interesting. Yeah, well, what do we do with it? You can't, chat, you can't tell them not to be on social media. That's exactly what they do. That's where you, you do your... Um, all your posts, you keep connected, especially with your phone. You've you've got, I don't know, your how, banking. How, how connected are you with those people anymore, though? I don't see people post anything anywhere. No, no. All no. I see is fucking ads and shit from sports pages that oh. I like and Liberal Party. And tell me this, having everything on your phone, you have to, almost everything you do, tell them your name, tell them the last time you farted, tell them where you live, tell them what you ate last week. And then all of a sudden, the next day, 50,000 telemarketers that come through. Oh, don't start me on telemarketers. The, I, honestly, any time I do anything for the first time, it's about a three-week battle to fend them off. Like I have to stop calls coming through, pick up and be like, oh, is this this guy I'm expecting a call from today? Yes. No, it's fucking Nassar from fucking West Egypt trying to sell me a phone. Like, fuck off. Do you know, it's not only telemarketers now. So I'm on a do not call register and I for, for a little while that saw me really well. Wasn't getting any of the fucking stupid phone calls. I don't have a home phone. So on, how do you get on one of these? <clears throat> do not call.com or something like that. There's like a proper register that you can go on. Hang on. If I got told to do that by someone, I'm getting told right now to do that by someone, and I went on there and I registered, I'd get 50,000 calls the next day. That nah. sounds like the biggest scam nah, of my it's life. Not. It's not. It's a real thing. I think it's a government thing. Really? Yeah, put your number on a do not call register. So anyway, mm. um. What I did recently, though, which was a bit of a stuff up, I was recommended this thing from the Qantas app where you can get Qantas points for doing surveys. 
And when I was going through <laughs> through university, don't laugh at me. When I was going through uni, I started doing like paid surveys and stuff like that because I, I had a part time job and pick up yep. a bit of extra <clears throat> pick up a bit of extra cash on the side. So I thought, oh yeah, do a few surveys. Who cares? Like whatever, who doesn't matter. I can do that stuff. Yeah. And I did some, and it seemed kosher to start with, but then I must have just clicked something wrong somewhere and all of a sudden bang 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 i'm getting hit with telemarketers left right and center bang 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 it got to the point i was like why are you ringing me and they're like oh you've um you've uh clicked somewhere that you wanted to be contacted about this i'm like no i haven't and they're like no you could have done i was like tell me the company's name that gave you my phone number couldn't do it no this one bloke he was like i'm like mate just trust me on one thing i don't dislike you I have nothing against you as a person, but I'm fucking pissed off that you're ringing me. It's not the first time that someone in your position has made a phone call to me about this crap, and I'm telling you, I didn't click on anything giving anyone permission to call me and try and sell me shit. Guy was a bit timid. Oh, oh, oh. He's like, oh, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to submit something to this company, our head office or something like that to get the information on who gave your phone number for us to call. It's just like... Mate, seriously, leave me alone. So how can he not just write a note saying, don't call this guy, he's not going to... No, can't. Apparently you can't. But it's all, it's not that one company. You do this this app, uh, whatever it was, survey thing that I was doing, and it just, it's like... It's like a virus goes out to everyone else. Oh, we'll sell you on another number. Oh, I've got 50,000 numbers from Adelaide and South Australia. I'll give you those. Exactly. Fucked. It's so fucked. Do you know, I had a telemarketer call me and... Do you know what? I got a bit of karma back because the first time he called, I answered and I just so happened to be sitting on the couch with Alison, paused the TV, had a listen to what he had to say and I went for a bit of a ride with him. He wanted me to invest $200 US into the stock market. I thought, what a great opportunity. I'm going to do it. Right? So I purposely wasted as much time as I can of his thing and you fucking scamming cunt. Um <laughs> And after about a 15-minute conversation, he's like, I'll pass you over to – he's like, hello, Dan, I'll pass you over to my uh, my senior operative person and he can get your details. Anyway, I just basically spoke to him and said, yeah, look, cool. Just letting you know, yeah, I'll, I'm not interested at all. It's just wasting everyone's time here. So can you all just go fuck yourself and I'll speak to you later. Cool. Hung up the phone, right? We had a bit of a giggle. I thought, there you go. That's 20 minutes I've saved someone else getting fucking stitched up. Yeah. Um, this is no word of a lie. The next 84 days, they called me every single night asking me, but sir, but sir, you, you seem to get angry at the last call. Uh, you're very interested, obviously. Come on. Hello, Dan. Hello, Dan. Wanting me to spend this $200. I said, look, yeah, I was, I was actually taking the piss out of you. Not interested at all. Look, I'm telling you right now. I've even, I've even Googled the company that you're saying that you're from, and it says that you're a scam. All the reviews say that you're an actual scam. And he goes, look, listen. Do you think everybody likes Coca-Cola? I was like, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me, what? He goes, Coca-Cola have bad reviews too and they're a great company. <laughs> I'm like, Coca-Cola don't have a zero out of five star rating on Google. You cannot convince me to fucking part ways with $247 Australian converted to US. You can go fuck yourself. Coca-Cola have bad reviews. <laughs> right? And then he comes back at me three days later. Talking about Apple and their reviews, right? It's like, you know, Apple, they say iPhones, they have bad reviews. Stock comes back and is re- uh, returned and stuff. And I'm like, mate, you're not gaining ground on me. So 
it kept going, like literally it kept going. All right, and about the seventieth day, I was like, they'd call at the same time, U US number, New Zealand number, UK number. I was like, oh fuck, these guys are just relentless. Like they think I'm interested. They didn't. They were just so keen on getting my money. Anyway, at day eighty three, Alison picked up the phone and she said, "Hello," and he's like, "Hello, Dan." No, sorry, this is, this is his mother. D- Daniel's passed. She told them I was dead. <laughs> right? That's brilliant. Went on a three-minute conversation <laughs> explaining how upset she was, how, how dead I was and why she had my phone and was to basically contact any, anyone in the next month or so to let them know and uh, how sad she was. He, hang, he hangs up and two minutes later he calls back and goes, that's not very funny. Is that pretending someone's dead? She goes, do you know what's not funny? Someone accusing me of saying my son isn't dead when he's dead and doubled him down on the fucking on the, on yeah. the lie. And then he's, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Oh, no call since. So wow. if you ever get bothered, just get someone to say that you're dead. That's the only way you can get out of telemarketing these days. I thought you were going to say, he was like, oh, really sorry to hear that, but do you want to invest some money? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. <laughs> oh. Reckon, uh he spent more than five seconds of your time. He probably did. I reckon we should probably spend right. five seconds. Fucking hell, that's so funny. I know your son's dead, but... I've got a great opportunity for you. <laughs> you might be able to make some money for the funeral. All right. So, as that Mark's not here today, it's a one-on-one battle. I've asked Rick to give me uh, five questions that I have to answer in three seconds and vice versa. So I'm going to have to pass the little... What do we call this? I'll call it the wand. The wand. All right, I'm going to go first. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Name three sports that have a World Cup. Soccer, uh, hockey, volleyball. Did you get that? Yep. Does volleyball have a World Cup? I don't know. Google it. I don't, I don't think it does. It no. does. Oh, you... If you don't know off the top of your head, it's not right. Oh. That's, that's the problem. I would have gone with like rugby... Soccer, cricket. There you go. Uh-huh. Better. I There's think I still got it right. I don't believe you. Okay. All right. All right. <coughs> Oops. Oh, no. Oh, first oh, time. You normally do this, mate. I'm the one who's got the wand in my hand for the first time. All right. Name three things to do to kick out. To whoop. Three things to do to get kicked out of a sporting match. Uh, drink too much, throw a cup on the field, and swear at security. Yeah, that's probably fine. Yeah. Yeah, giving myself the tick. First tick I've ever got. Good job. How does it feel? Warm oh, and fuzzy? Yeah. I can see why you guys are addicted to this. Very good. <laughs> you can go and masturbate into that towel jumper after. Oh, I probably will too, and I'll listen back to this. All right. Name three reasons to rob a bank. To get money, to pay a bad debt, and to get back at the banks because they're dogs. Oh, yeah. Not bad. All right. Name three ingredients you would find in a soup. Tomato, pumpkin, and eggplant. I don't think eggplant goes in soup, mate. Eggplant soup? No. Yeah, I fucking hate that. Answer too. Yeah. Fuck. I was trying to think of the other one, the, the, the thing that's... Onion? Garlic? Yeah. Onion was the word I was looking for. An Leek? Potato? Oh, fuck. Eggplant. Fucking hell. Yeah. All right. It's my turn. My turn to give you your turn. Name three animals that have fur. Oh, a dog, a bear, and a polar bear. And a penguin. Some penguins are furry. <laughs> I don't like it, but I'm giving it to you. you you're so just to the fact about it. It's penguin. true. Fucking penguin, has it? Yeah, there's furry penguins out there. Yeah. 
I have to watch these bloody National Geographic shows with Moss, so I know all about penguins, all right? Good, good. All right, name three TV shows from the 90s. Friends, Seinfeld, and How I Met Your Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> I thought you were smashing that. Though. I thought I was too. Kramer? No, Frasier. Yeah, I was, I was actually, no, it was How the other I one. How I Met Your <laughs> Sisters. <laughs> there was another one I was thinking of, and it wasn't that. Um, not Frasier. Um, Raymond. Raymond. Everybody loves him. I th- but I think that might have been after, was it? No, it would have been the 90s. Yeah, okay. All right, good chat, that one. Um, name three birthday presents that are inappropriate. Oh, a dildo, edible underwear, and a vibrating undies. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I hated the last one, but it's right. All right, name three ways to cure a hangover. Uh, banana, Barocca, water, Panadol. Yeah, banana probably not. Why not? Barocca water. No, banana is proven to be the best thing for a hangover. Mate, a few weeks ago you told us to breathe in deeply 30 <laughs> times. <laughs> oh, give it to me. I, I tried that the other day too. I was felt like I was hungover. Did your wife break up with you? No. Oh, then my plan didn't work. All right. Keep going. Uh, it's your turn. Oh. Yeah. All right. Give me three words ending in the letter Z. I can't think of any. Fizz, whiz, jizz. Buzz, oh. fuzz, cuz, <laughs> cos. Wow. <laughs> Shit, that was bad. Mm. All right, name three times it is okay to swear. At, at your mum in the sporting Strong. arena. You can't swear at your mum. I fucking swear at her no. all the time. Oh. Swear at your mum, Dan. Right, right. <laughs> Naughty corner for me. Donna brought you up better than this, I thought. Oh. Far out. You know what? What? You could swear probably if you ever hit an animal in your car. Done that. Hit a kangaroo. When? Actually, no. Kangaroo hit me. Side on. What are you talking about? It's a real story. I was driving about... Driving and it went bang like that into the side of you. It's a fucking thing. I'm not joking. I was driving almost 100 k's an hour and the thing came out from behind a bush and ran into the side of my car. Do I remember this? Yeah. I think, no, you weren't in the car. You would definitely know if you are in the car. No, not in the car, but I think I remember you having a damaged door. Yeah, and, and, and a, a claw in there too. Not a claw, but what's it called, fingernail, from the kangaroo. It bounced off and no, like nothing happened. It was fine. But that's not the most bizarre thing. The, w- the weirdest thing with animals with me and cars is, do you remember, I keep punching myself in the head. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's funny? What? I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. You know how people, like, kids, teenagers do stupid shit and fucking film it and stuff? Mm. Imagine if the kangaroo was just like, all right, here he comes. You're going to hit him shoulder the side of his car? Yeah, yeah, fuck, you won't do it. All right, go, bang. Wait, the, it was like Mike Crescuto ran into my car. It was full on. It was a good hip and shoulder. It was <laughs> fucked up. I'm telling you, <laughs> I had this incident where, you remember I used to live in a pretty windy area around Coro Valley? Um, actually, near, near you. Yep. So I was driving up Windy's Road, and for everyone that – is it called Windy's Road? Windy Banks Road? Windy Banks, yeah. Windy Banks, okay. It's a really thin, narrow, windy up road. Windy's Road. And it had, had heaps of, like, gum trees either side of it, a lot of vegetation. And I'm driving there at about 11.30 at night, and I'm coming – what I call is, like, the devil's elbow corner, which is, like, 
almost like a 45 degree turn. Everyone has to slow right down. Um, I'm come around that and then I'm speeding back up and I see this thing in the middle of the road and I'm like, oh, fuck, is that a fox? Oh, I get closer and it's a possum. And I'm thinking, oh, no, fuck. And I don't want to slow down because it's right before this corner and I'm thinking I'm going to get fucking cleaned up. But thinking that it's so late at night, I'll see the headlights and maybe be able to do something. So I slow down, get out my car and I'm like, have I hit it? Have I hit it? I'm looking around, can't see anything. I spend probably another 30 seconds looking around. I'm like, nah, can't see it on the side of the road or anything. Must have scattered. I drove another minute and a half, two minutes home. And keep in mind, going like probably 60, 70 k's an hour. I pull up out the front of my house and I get my torch out and I'm looking at the car, looking for blood. And I'm like, hmm. And then I see this reflective thing, almost like Nala's eyes if you shined your, your iPhone on it. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I get a close look and it's the fucking possum. It must have clung onto my car as I drove over it or when I stopped it's like run up the wheel brace and it's holding onto the bottom of the car. I'm like, this is fucked up. So I took my jumper off and I'm like, I need to get you out of my car because I don't want to start my car tomorrow and just have like blended possum. In. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I pull it out and then I'm like holding it in the jumper. It's pretty calm and I'm thinking like, well, now what? Like I'm not going to – I live on a main road. I'm not going to just put you away. You're dumb. You're going to get back on the road. So I took it inside, tried to find a couple of um, – people to come and pick it up the next day. No one really wanted to know about it. Bit too hard basket, whatever. So I let it stay in my bedroom. It literally stayed in my bedroom for three months. Awesome. Yep. It used to sit up on the top of my curtain rail and I Googled some stuff and found out they like rose petals and whatever. It used to come down when I get home from work and come and eat rose petals out of my hand. It was was awesome. One of the best things I've ever done until my room smelled like a zoo. Oh, yeah, it fucking pissed down the curtain every day. Oh, I could no. clean up the poo, but I was like, I forgot about... Was this on Black's Road at that house? Yeah. Well, not Black's Road. It was, yeah, the other uh, Cromander Parade. Yeah. That, that oh, house. I know about that but house. Very good. Very friendly possum. Awesome friend. And then, yeah, eventually I finally found someone to come get it after three months. Far out. Mm. So you ended up with a possum as a housemate, effectively. Yep. Bad housemate. And the only experience I've had with animals and cars, I was full driving with my dad through Bevelox in South End, <clears throat> and we were cruising around. And Dad used to think he was like a rally driver. Like, still does. Yeah, still does. Like Colin McRae he used to just fang everywhere in this old Subaru Enduro. And one day I remember a wombat ran out, and Dad went, "Oh shit!" Because wombats can really fuck your car up real mm. bad. So Dad like drove to swerve to miss it and went up this embankment. And the whole car lifted up, or the two two wheels of the car lifted up. Oh, no. And he drove over the wombat, and the back of the car went... <laughs> like, Jesus bang. Christ. How, on the, the wombat? The back wheel landed on the wombat's head and killed it. <laughs> oh, no. Which actually, like, real sad for the wombat. But and the best result, almost. Best result for the car. That would have killed the car. <laughs> for the car? But think about the wombat. If it hadn't, if it'd been hit head on, it would have been injured and fucking died slowly. Yeah, but the do you know what wombats do to a car? It's like yeah, crumple them. They're it's thick like hitting and, a rock. Yeah, yeah. So saved the car and quick the, death of the wombat. So yeah. it was a great result in the end. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Back to your house, mate. So what did you do to get the piss stain out of the curtain? I just I th- had to throw them out and steam clean the carpet. It was pretty good. Very lovely time. Though. Apart from you know what was the worst thing? I would go to sleep right and be exhausted because I was up all day. But do you know what possums don't do all day? Be up, yeah, because they're sleeping. 
So I'd fucking have him doing the Olympic sprint across the curtain roll. Then he'd come onto the bed, jump on my head, and then fucking piss off. We realised that I wasn't interested. Bad housemate. Bad housemate. Wouldn't have been the worst housemate you've had, though. Do you remember that weird girl that you had as a housemate? Do you know what? Okay. Here's the worst thing. When when someone makes your life a little bit difficult and you realise that you've made a bad decision, especially if you own the bond on the house too and they're renting. Yep. Me and my partner at the time were like, we need to say something. We're talking to each other going like, yeah, look, this is pissing me off. This is pissing me off. I don't want this anymore. Get it. What are we going to say? What are we going to say? What we didn't realise was we were talking on iMessage. You know what was logged in on iMessage? My iPad at home when she had the day off. Oh. And guess what? It wasn't on silent. Ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. And it was going, oh, I wonder what that noise is. Yeah. And there's no message. Uh, the message preview was on too, so she could read every fucking thing. And then, do you know what? I didn't click until I got home and my partner at the time had sent me another message just about dinner or something. Ding. And I was like, oh, what was no. that? Oh. And I walk in and I'm like, there it happened. That red flush, the stomach falls out your ass. I'm like, oh, the car's out the front. So anyway, she's been here all day. I go into the lounge room. I'm, hey, how you going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. A little flat. She's a little flat. I wonder why she's a little flat. Oh, what'd you do today? Not much. Just stayed home. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. So bad. Oh. And you know what? It was a bit of that, I'll just stay in my room tonight and avoid her and just see if, you know, hopefully, hopefully just something happened that she didn't see it. And about three days later, yeah, I think I might move out, guys. Like, I, I just think I need to find a new job and a new place and start fresh. Oh, sorry, but thank fuck you're gone. Oh, it was that's the worst feeling you have. But best case scenario, it actually ended out all right for you. Exactly, because I don't know how I would have approached it otherwise. Like, I would have probably said, like, fucking leave, but that was easier. It definitely was easier. So you didn't touch on any of the things that she's done, though. So what were some of the things or, or just worst things that – housemates have ever done it. I haven't it, had many housemates, but probably the worst thing, um, you know, I'm quite clean. I like to have a clean surrounding and all yeah. that sort of stuff. When I was living in Parkside, my housemate, he wasn't much of a cook, but every now and then um, he had family in the country that would kill a whole lamb basically and butcher it and send him all the meat. Yeah, right. So he'd go That's convenient for you. long periods of just eating Domino's pizzas and then he would go long periods of just cooking lamb and just leaving all the lamb fat from the roasting trays and all that oh. sort of stuff in the sink. Nah. So I'm thinking, oh, I've got to do dishes. I reckon maybe once or twice I did the dishes and I was just like, like you just ruined a sponge. Your hands are covered in lamb that fat greasy for yuck. fucking three weeks. And I was just like, mm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to clean that mess up. I'm just, I'll leave it and just, he'll know. He'll know to clean it up. I remember coming home from work one day and the whole top of the sink was covered in a thick, probably about, I don't know, a centimetre thick, just a, a oil slick of lamb fat. And I was thinking, I don't know how long this has been here, but I'm thinking to myself, this has just settled on top of the water. Mate, the water had evaporated. That lamb fat was just solidified and I went like I tapped it and it just poked a hole in it and it was, it was nothing under it. Oh, man. Real bad. So what, how do you address that? How do you say to him, fucking be better? Uh, 
you hope it gets better and then it gets to a point you go, can you fucking do your dishes, please? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's disgusting. Because it's not that. It's the dishes. It's like I had housemates that in a two-story house used to always take cups to their bedroom but never bring them back down. Oh. I'd go to pour an orange juice or you something. You need a cup, would you? Yeah, no cups. No cups. Nah. Oh, what are you going to do with 45 cups in your room? Nothing. Fucking dumb. I hate it. And it's so irritating. It's not that. It's like the baggage they bring with it too. Like they can be a lovely housemate, but they've got a bad boyfriend or bad friends that they invite over. And it just doesn't end there. Having housemates can be the worst thing ever or the best thing. Have you ever had a great housemate? Um, well, the same guy. He, the same guy was a great housemate as well. But just those flaws. Just those flaws. You know, he was a good housemate. We had some good times. You know, used to love getting on the piss. I used to like getting on the piss at the same time. So we had some really fun times. One thing that he did when he was on the piss, though, he used to come home and um, – so he used to be a shift worker, right? Mm. And his thing for getting over the sleep deprivation or the getting into the new sleep cycle of coming off night shift then having to you know get back into waking up during the day and stuff like that is he'd finish a night shift and he'd go to the pub and he'd drink constantly, nonstop oh, for no. like eight hours. Like, and then – so like push himself through the day and then – come home and just pass out. But he had this thing when he was drunk, he'd always water the backyard. What, with his dick? That and the hose. Like, so I'd be, like, trying to sleep, and all of a sudden it's like... Oh, how annoying. Is that because he wanted to be, you know, not doing it in the daytime where no, it evaporate? Just dumb. That was just his thing to do when he was drunk. Go out the back, this little patch of lawn that didn't need watering it's anyway. Like a square metre, I think yeah. I remember it, yeah. It's like oh. two and a half square metres of lawn. And then I reckon I heard him fall over into the shed, like into the garage, not the shed, um, the fence a few times. It was like it was pretty funny. But after you <laughs> yeah, know, now it is three or four times of it happening, yeah. you're like, fuck, yeah, yeah, this guy needs to stop. Oh wait, well, wait, we're uh, I think we're almost out of time. Actually. I know we're pushing it. Um, you wanted to talk about shopping trolleys. I reckon we can probably nail this quick. Oh, we can. All right, so. Apart from dickheads that take shopping trolleys into fucking self-checkouts, which they shouldn't. Wow, burn. Every time, I think we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, about returning trolleys. If you don't return a trolley to the trolley bay, I think you should get fined. Not just by, like, coals or worse. It should be a police fine. Do you know how annoying it is for someone like me to be parked away from everyone or even close to a couple of people and someone leaves their trolley... In the car park, and I can see the trolley bay 15, 20 metres away. Not even, it's probably easier to return the trolley. It's just on, lazy. It's laziness because you know what happens? The wind picks up, your trolley goes whacking into four or five different cars, but you don't have to care about it because your car's already gone. You're already home unpacking your, your shit. How strong are the winds down here? Very. Oh, dinga. It's actually um, Aboriginal for windy place. It's a true thing that I made up then. But I heard it <laughs> once. I'm pretty sure it is something along those lines. But it's false. But, yeah, very windy down here. So it's very bad. And you'll see two or three trolleys at the same time literally surfing the car park into cars. It's fucked up. So I'm telling everyone at home, put your trolleys away. It's the bane of my existence. <laughs> you got so passionate oh, about this. It's, it's just laziness. It's so like, and it's always, and look, it's always the people that look like they don't like to go and exercise that want to leave it out there. Oh, Although no. occasionally... I'll just see someone that looks fucking arrogant do it too. But all the people that just seem like they've got a nice face and you could trust them in public, they're the ones that return it. So everyone needs to be more like them because it fucking makes me angry. Well, 
There you go. On that note, guys, just remember, return your trolleys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, one for the week. That was good. I can't believe how long it's gone, actually. Yeah, I know. We just shot through that. So, yeah. Well, we'll have Mark back soon enough, so we better finish off a couple more and hopefully he's better by uh, next Monday. So. Until then. he's going to get COVID tested. Should we, should we hammer him about that? I think he needs to go. Yeah. He needs to go and get a test. Second time around. Take, cool. a, take a day off work, Mark, and go and get a test. <laughs> All right. See you later, guys. See ya. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.